quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, I'm back and I'm all alone again. And I'm talking about the idea of telling our kids we're proud of them. And can that unknowingly cause damage? You know, I always wanted my parents to tell me that they were proud of me. And I think because I grew up in a world where if they were proud of me and if they told me they were proud of me, then that meant I was good and I was doing a good job and I was being successful. And so if I was doing a good job and being successful, then I was loved. And so this idea of us really wanting to feel like our parents are proud of us, does that come from a place of wanting to feel loved and accepted and really thought of as being a good kid and doing the right thing and being successful? And do we want to set our children up for that? Or is there a better way to maybe show them how much we appreciate them and celebrate their accomplishments and to celebrate their achievements and to celebrate what they're doing in their world without really telling them, I'm proud of you because I'm proud of you becomes a judgment. And it communicates this idea that the parent is pleased by their child because of something they've done. And we don't want our children to think that we're pleased with them because of something they've done. We want them to just know that we're always pleased with them no matter what. And that all goes back to, again, the idea of why we don't use punishment is because if we use punishment, then our child believes that we're not pleased with them in certain moments. And then that can be interpreted as that we don't love them. The other is true is that if we don't communicate that we're proud of them all of the time, There'll be some times when we don't say, I'm proud of you. Will our child be looking for that? Like I always was. And when I don't receive it, do I think I'm less than or not worthy or not accepted or not loved? I don't think saying I'm so proud of you and I'm so proud of what you've done comes from a bad place. It comes from this place of 
I am really proud of the things that you've done, but we don't want them to base their self-worth on us being proud. So instead of saying things like, I like the way you colored your paper, or I like the way you colored your picture, or I like the way you did your paper, can we instead say, oh, it looks like you used some really interesting vocabulary in this paper that you wrote. Tell me about your process. Can we inquire as to what's going on with them? When we say things like, oh, I really like it that you cleaned your room. Are we telling our child, I like you better when your room is clean? The other aspect of that one is, are we telling them, I like your room when it's clean? I like that you cleaned your room. Are we trying to promote them or manipulate them or encourage them to clean their room more often because we're telling them how pleased we are with them and can that be considered manipulative because the only reason we're telling them that we like their room being clean is because we want them to continue to clean their room over and over. If we tell our child, I like the way that you helped your sister, do they interpret it as I like you when you help your sister? I guess looking at the idea of what are our words trying to do and what are our motives when we're speaking the words and when we're speaking and when we're giving a judgment, can it be considered a conditional approval or conditional love? And how do we promote and display and communicate unconditional love? And if we really are proud of our kids, in what ways can we tell them without using a judgment or using the phrase, I'm proud of you? Can we pay attention? Can we just pay attention to what they're doing? Can we be present and looking and interested in what they're doing as opposed to validating it? Can we notice a detail? Instead of evaluating, can we describe, oh, I noticed you put, you know, a new tree on your picture there. Can we describe the effects of something that they did that was helpful? Oh, wow. It makes it so much easier when you clean off the counters after you eat. And mommy's having such an easier time making dinner. If our child does something that's extraordinary, can we say, oh, wow, you made a goal in that soccer game that looked really hard. Was it tough? How'd you make that happen? If our child helps someone or helps their sibling, can we say, wow, what made you help your sister with her homework? Can we have a conversation? Can we inquire? Can we notice? Can we be interested? It's actually a little bit on the lazy side to say, oh, I'm proud of you. It's almost like saying good job because we've evaluated that I'm proud of you and that you've pleased me and that you've done something good. And now that's all I have to say and I can move on. Can we actually have a conversation about our child's success? Can we engage them in a way where they can really interpret that we're interested in what's going on and we're not passing our judgment. We're not saying this is good. It's put in the good pile. We're just saying, I noticed you. I celebrate you. I understand that you've had a hard process or I understand that you've worked really hard or I understand and I noticed that you've done something that's been helpful. Can we really engage with our child in that way as opposed to just saying, I'm proud of you. When we do this, we really show that our love is unconditional, but it also has to be coupled with this idea that we're not 
using punishments and bribes and threats and all of the things that really show conditional love because one without the other can still lead our children to believe that they're loved conditionally. So if we're doing all this great work around praise, we also have to do the great work around punishments. Are you looking for ways to parent without yelling or threatening? Do you crave to understand connection and how to use it in everyday practice with your children? Is remaining calm a challenge and staying away from shame hard? I can be helpful. I've been there and I've also helped so many parents overcome their parenting challenges with my one-on-one programs of either six, eight, or 10 weeks. We dive into what's specifically difficult in your own family and I tailor ways to help you remedy them using connection instead of conventional parenting methods. Go to www.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions and find out more about my private one-on-one courses. I'd love to see you there. Let's talk about praise a little bit. So I had a recent post of a woman and she said, I can't get my child to do anything unless I give them something. So what else can I do but lean into this idea of incentives? And I think that's what happens is the child is incentivized to do something and it can be praise. So if we overpraise a child, they're looking for the praise. Mommy, daddy, look what I did. Look what I did because they're wanting to feel that praise from their parent, they're wanting to feel that their acknowledgement from their parent helps them feel good about themselves. So this idea of praise can be linked to self-esteem that I only feel good about myself and I only feel that I'm worthy and I only feel that what I'm doing is important if I am being praised by my, my parents or by my caretakers. If my caretakers are telling me that they approve of what I'm doing, then I can get my self-worth from that. Instead of getting a child to believe in themselves internally, they're only believing these external motivators are creating their self-worth, which can be problematic because then they might seek acceptance from other people so that they can feel good about themselves And if we've set this dynamic up in our family, it would be normal that they would look for that dynamic moving forward in their adult lives or in their adolescence. So we really want a child to think about their achievements and what they're doing internally. How did you feel about that project? It looked like it was really difficult. Tell me about your process. How did it feel when you turned it in? Tell me about it. Can you have a discussion and have them start thinking about their own internal thoughts around their progress or around their achievement, as opposed to giving a a value around it, giving a judgment around it. And we want our children to view themselves as successful people kind of regardless as to their external successes. We want them to feel successful, that they worked hard, that they did a a job that pleases them, that they learned something, that they grew, that they found out new information or they completed a skill that they didn't really know before, that the process was pleasing to them, that the process gave them something and that It's all internal and it doesn't have to be this externally motivated method that we're clinging to that society has said 
you are only successful if you achieve, you're only successful if you produce, you're only successful if you're number one and you get all the money and you're thought of as the best because there's very few people that get all the money and are thought of as the best. And so everybody else kind of falls short and can it make you feel bad about yourself? And how can we remedy that in our home? So really getting rid of the idea of, I'm so proud of you and trying to infuse this idea of, are you proud of yourself? And what happened in your process? And what did you learn in this endeavor that helps you have more internal self-esteem? And can we get to that conversation with our child so that they can really feel better about what's going on internally and not be externally motivated for their self-esteem? I hope that makes sense. If you have questions or comments, please contact me. You can always get a hold of me at Michelle at peaceandparentingla.com. I'm always here. I'm on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. I have my new membership, my online courses, and of course my one-on-ones, which I'll be taking new clients now for the spring. So I hope to see you somewhere online or see you in person. And thank you for joining us on the Peace and Parenting podcast. Mm -hmm.